Hello, and welcome to Chopcast. It's uh, Griffin, and I got Will. Sam is uh, on a conference, and definitely not a vacation in San Francisco. Um, Braves take three of what was, or two of three, which was supposed to be four from the Mets in the rain series, and then uh, now we're, we've taken two already straight in the, from the Marlins. Um, Bryce Elder continues to be one of the more underrated players in baseball. Maybe we'll talk about what we think is going to happen with him. Um, Marcelo Zuna has had two home runs. I don't understand. I uh, don't know how to feel. I still don't feel good about him, but we're going to talk about that. Um, and then A.J. Minter has been not great. I don't think he's as bad as everyone says, and we'll get into that. And then Kyle Wright injured again. We'll see. Here's the uh, here's the continual new theme song. starting that song at a different time so i don't know how to feel about that song i'm not gonna <laughs> why not what, 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 uh, do you, what do you not like about it i don't know i can't put my finger on it i just i don't know <laughs> make you feel just a slight bit uncomfortable a little yeah just a little bit i don't know i you give me you give me a better give me a better theme song um you what you want to go back to this one hold on the uh, royalty-free sports competition music epic background. Yeah, man, I can like it. This way, it's just too, it's too corny. Yeah. It sounds like we're yeah. about to like talk about uh, our battle plans. Or yeah, something. that's. Big. <laughs> um, we're invading Russia in the winter. Yeah, which maybe we we might be doing soon. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Anyway, to how what have you been doing in Kentucky since uh, I not saw much. you a couple days no, ago? Not much. So I uh, actually there was some big news today. So I did. Um, I took a big test. The LSAT a few weeks ago, as you and the the regular listeners know, and I actually got my score back and improved about like seventeen, eighteen percent, which is a huge. Wow, yeah, that's um, that's a lot. No, I'm like I was ecstatic. I was. It was the first thing, because I, I knew it was going to be released today, and so I woke up, and as I'm in bed, I, like, checked it, because I was like, I just have to see it, and I nearly, like, jumped out of the bed. Uh, <laughs> it's, like, one of, it's probably one of the best decisions I've ever made, was to, like, take it again. Um, so, yeah, no, that was this morning, so. Yeah, that's, that's really good. Yeah. Nice. Uh, Thank here you. Here we go. <laughs> The media board loves it. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Um, yeah, wait. Hold on. Hold on. Oh. <laughs> yeah. well, no, that, I'd that like is to awesome. thank the Academy, uh -huh. and I'd like to thank... <laughs> um, yeah, that's that's great. Congrats. Thank I you. I know you were, uh, had a lot of pressure on yourself about that. So that's I know. Good. Thanks, man. Um, you can tone down the excitement. 
I I know I'm teasing. I'm teasing. I have a really bad thing with not being not giving people the reactions that they want. I yeah. think I've inherited it from my family. But nice. I don't know if that is a depressing statement or not. But <laughs> yeah, it is what it is. But yeah, no, that's awesome. Um, you gonna apply to to law places soon? Yeah, law places this yeah. fall. Well, nice. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but for me, I uh, just finally started a job for the first time in a while um, this week. Uh, it's been fine. I think just more real world stuff has been setting in for me now, and it's kind of depressing in a way, I guess. But I am excited to work for the company I'm working for. But haven't been able to watch Braves games as intently kind of because of it, but I think I'll figure it out soon enough. Um, yeah. Anyway. Um, so, Will, I sent you on a little adventure to go look around at Bryce Elder's baseball savant page. Um, so he is he's sitting right now. I don't – his ERA is like a one – what does it say on Savant? It's like a 1.5? It is a 1.7. Here, I'm okay. scrolling up to it now, but it's a 1.7. 1.75, yeah. So he's fourth. He has the fourth uh, lowest ERA of qualified starting pitchers in the MLB, which I uh, don't think anyone would have predicted. I didn't even think he was going to be on the team at this point in the year. Uh, and he... From spring, how spring training went, he really shouldn't have been, but he's been making it happen. Um, this whole time, we've talked about it the last couple episodes, but we've just been kind of waiting on him to blow up. Uh, I don't know if there's anyone else there out there kind of feeling the same. Um, like we've said about him before, too, we don't really see him as ever being more than like a four or a five guy, but he's kind of been very subtly the ace on this team i don't think anyone feels that way but he in terms of performance i mean obviously you look at the numbers and you look at the games like he's uh even his bad performances are the wins like i don't think that we've lost a game that he started this year i could be wrong about that um but yeah i mean he's definitely a big obviously he's a pitch to contact guy um, but yeah, you, you tell me, you tell me what you see from his savant page. Yeah. Before, I do like, I think he's better than what we gave him credit for a few yeah. weeks ago. Um, and like, I do think he is a good pitcher. However, there is like, um, like a part of me that does feel this may be like a flash in the pan, though I'm less confident in a in that than I was like two weeks ago. Um, the main reason I still believe in that, if you like just going a simple search on his savant page, there's like a lot of blue. And the most concerning thing for me, at least, is he's in the ninth percentile in average exit velocity, which basically means the hitters on average are hitting the ball extremely hard, um, which is not a good sign. And just the way he plays, he's not a strikeout pitcher. 
I don't think he'll ever be a strikeout pitcher like uh, like Strider. That's a good example. Um, he's always going to be like a ground ball guy. So he has a 57% ground ball rate. And for context, the league average is about 55%, uh, 50%. And 57, I know it's just 7% difference, but that's like a huge difference. So, and there's nothing wrong with being a ground ball guy. That's just to say, I don't think he's ever going to strike out a ton of guys. I think he's going to be a lot of ground balls, which is totally fine. But what's concerning is when you combine that with the hard hit rate, like you're relying on your defense a lot. Um, and the Braves have a very, very good defense. Don't get me wrong. But there's also a part of me that believes at a certain point, these like 110 mile per hour, like ground balls and stuff, they are like, they're going to slip by Olsen and people. So that's like the only thing I'm like waiting to see on. Um, he reminds me a lot, and I compared the two. Um, if um, Graham Ashcraft of Cincinnati, because neither of them like really strike out a lot of people, and then they both have a high ground ball rate. Graham throws like he has better stuff. Like he touches 98, 97 most of the time, whereas Elder's sitting around 91. Um, but they're very, very similar. So, yeah, I'm looking at trying to see. I mean, what could be the main causes of his success? Um, do they have FIP on here? On Savant? Yeah. Uh, no. I typically on that. I typically go over to Fangraphs. Okay. Um, you want to look at that real quick? And yeah, I'll just sure. Say. Uh, what do you think about what I said? Yeah, I mean, uh, I think everybody knows he's a ground ball pitcher, um, but that's also kind of like what Soroka was too, and he. Yeah, his uh, FIP is a his FIP is pretty good too, but it's really? worse than like his ERA, of course. His FIP is a three five nine. That's pretty. So good. if you t which is still like a very solid, but I mean that's definitely worse than a one seven five ERA. Yeah, I'm looking at um, because people are hitting the ball pretty hard against him, and his exit velo, like average, has gone up by four miles an hour since last year, which is a pretty big jump. Mm. Um, he is he is striking out more people by a little bit than he was last year, but I think his main He's kind of like the starting pitcher version of Jesse Chavez at his best is like, or like uh, like an old Josh Tomlin. Uh, he's only walking six percent of the batters that he faces this year, mm -hmm. uh, and that's been that's been huge. Um, his expect his expected ERA is a four three eight. Yikes! Um, yeah. So, yeah, but the launch angle has come down significantly. It was 8.8 .8 last year, and now it's 6.7. Mm -hmm. I wonder how much of that is luck, but then how much his main pitch, well, he, it looks like he's kind of switches them out, but it still is his main pitch, uh, is the sinker, which makes sense for a ground ball pitcher. Um, 
I think a lot of it is just like he's putting stuff where he wants to uh, at the almost all his pitches are at the bottom of the zone. Um, his sinker and his slider are like his one and two, and the hot spot is like exactly where you want him to be. Um, change up is a little more uh, erratic, but not terrible and the four seam is like upper right corner which he only throws 12 percent of the time anyway um so he doesn't really need velocity and he plays off of that i don't know i i obviously don't think this will happen but i mean he kind of pitches uh just seeing all this data in front of me it's almost kind of like maddox-esque Except mm. he has way fewer strikeouts. Um, yeah, I don't. I mean, he's surprised me all season long, and just you know, I, I even mean, I picked. I mean, I will happily take. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I I think the biggest thing for him is you touched on. He does have like stronger control, at least this year. I I can't remember specifically how it was last year, but. It's going to be interesting to see how, like, the defense holds up over the next, like, two two weeks, a month, uh, just because it seems like they're going to keep hitting the ball hard. And then also how his control stays, because if he – he's the type – if he has an off day in terms of, like, command and he starts hanging balls in the middle of the zone, people are going to send that 80 rows deep. I like yeah. with how slow the fastball is and everything. Um, so it's like very crucial for him to stay at the bottom. Yeah. And get them. Which, like, I mean, that's what he's been there. doing mm-hmm. pretty well all year, but yeah, I think you're right for him. Um, it's kind of like Charlie in a different way where like if Charlie has a bad game, like four homers are going up at least. Um, and he's always been the type, like, you know, he, he does have the occasional game where he just strikes out, like, 12 dudes and no, nobody can hit anything. And they're swinging at curveballs that, like, hit him in the nuts or something. But uh, usually the expectation with Charlie is that um, he's going to give up at least one homer, maybe two, and you just got to hope that there's not people on base when it happens. Because when he serves up a slider – that's like misses his spot it goes right in the middle um and that's like what happened with soto the other day that ended up losing us the game uh which sucked but uh yeah i don't know bryce it'll be interesting to see how he continues to play out like he's really really been helpful in the beginning of this especially with it like through this whole season so far um don't think that we've lost the game that he's been in. Uh, I mean, at least, he, I mean, he has a 3-0 record, so it hasn't been because of him regardless. Um, and Charlie struggled really bad in the beginning. Freed went down. Uh, Dodd and Schuster were pretty pretty bad in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, and didn't have Wright for a while, and Wright's had a continuing injury problems. Um, but... The eggs of Velo going that much up, uh, 
with the shift gone too, it's surprising. Yeah, good point. Yeah. That one that his FIP has been so good, and just that he's been doing as well as he has. Um. Yeah. Do you have any other points about him? Not particularly. I think, I think he's just like. He's very. He reminds me a lot of Ashcraft in particular. Just like worse in terms of his stuff, because yeah. he's not touching like ninety eight, ninety nine. Yeah. Okay. Um. So I feel like I'm the only person that really thought this. I sh I feel like this is something I should see graphics for, or or something. And I just haven't. Um, this is about AJ. We're talking growing to AJ Minter now. Um, I I would think most sensible Braves fans who see him pitch fairly often and know what he can do know that he's a he's a good pitcher. He's a very good reliever, one of the best setup men in the league. Um, our argument, and I feel like most people as well, he is not a closer. Uh, I think that's what he was used to, maybe in the minor leagues, and that's kind of what he wanted to be. But he has thrived in the setup role, and he has absolutely crumbled in, in the save role. Um, he, I mean, he's gotten a, a, a number of saves this year, but he just, I don't know if it's the, the mental fortitude. I mean, it's got to be. I don't. Jordan did hit, like, a couple perfect pitches, or, like, very good pitches by him. And Jordan was just on fire, so that was unfortunate. But what he did against the Marlins was terrible. Um, so I just... not a, I guess a gut feeling a little bit, but, like, seeing that unfold, him pitching that badly against the Marlins, um, in one of the worst, like, appearances I've seen by a reliever in a while when we were up 4 nothing in the ninth and we lose that game. Hopefully that doesn't end up being, you know, important at the end of the year. Um, but, which, I mean, we're on a roll, and that was just, we still won the series 3-1. But when that happened, I was driving in my car and listening, and I was just thinking back again. It was 2021. We were playing the series against the Marlins, and it was around that time where we're still kind of thinking, like, are we going to sell? Are we going to buy what's happening here uh, for the trade deadline? And we're playing against the Marlins, and we're winning most of the game. And then he just he just poops his pants. And uh, <laughs> it stink all over the field. Um, and we end up coming back in that game, but I think it was 13 or 14 innings. Uh, it was messy. Um but he did not show out. And I think the day before that, again, did, did not well against the Marlins, too. And I just was thinking, like, I feel like he he does the worst against the Miami Marlins for whatever reason. I do not understand. And so I wanted to go look this up. And this has been in my brain for a while, and I just haven't had the time to do it. And I finally did it before this episode. So um, here's my little stat sheet that I uh, I did a couple calculations um so 
AJ Minner's career ERA is a 3.52. That's a respectable, like, solid ERA for a reliever. But it's not like you see that and you're like, that's a guy oh, that shoves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, his ERA against only the Marlins, he's pitched 29 innings to the Marlins. Um, that is one, two, three, uh, fourth most of any team. So, like, the only teams in front of him are the Nationals. In front of them are the Nationals, the Mets, and the Phillies. Um, so, he's pitched 29, point, 29 innings against them, and he has allowed 17 runs. His ERA against just the Marlins is 5-2-8 in those 29 innings, which is not good mm. for a career against a, a <coughs> team. And he's been playing since – 2017, some yeah, something like that. Uh, uh, 2018, 2017. Then Jim Carlo that year. I, that, that doesn't matter. Year, I know. <laughs> um, so I uh, on Baseball Reference, I did I removed the Marlins, and then figured out what his ERA would be if he did not pitch against the Marlins. Like if you just take them out of it, it's a three three one. It's two point two one points off his ERA if he never pitches against the Marlins. He's allowed seventeen runs. It's six more than any other team he's faced. To the Mets, the Rockies, and the Nat or the Rockies are one. You, you can being in cores, you know, it's whatever. The Mets, the Rockies. The Nationals, the Phillies, respectively, are 11, 11, 10, and 9. Um, he's pitched more innings against the Mets. He's pitched 33.1 against the Mets, 38 against the Nationals, and 32.1 against the Phillies. Um, so this team, you're looking at this just, you know, in, in terms of numbers and, like, the earned runs or whatever. He's given up uh, – 17 doesn't sound like a ton for a career, but that being six more, so basically 30%, he's allowed 30% more runs to the Marlins than the next team. Uh, why would Snicker ever play him against Miami? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's like someone must know this. Yeah. I'm, Someone's got to know this. Minter probably knows. <laughs> <laughs> I Like – um, and then you look like against the Mets, he's got a two nine seven against the Nationals, two three seven against the Phillies, two five one. Like you go down the list for a lot of these teams, and he's he's done well. There's a couple AL teams that he's faced, you know, a handful of times that he has a, an abysmal ERA against. But for like, in terms of the teams that he's faced the most, excluding the Marlins, just looking at innings pitched, he's pitched the most against the Nationals, two three seven. Pitched second most Mets, two nine seven. Third most Phillies, two five one. Fifth most after the Marlins, uh, Reds, four one five. Not great. Cubs, one four two. Padres, one four two. Like Cardinals, point nine three. Marlins, five two eight. That's to insane. one of the the lowest run producing teams for the last handful of years. So what are you getting at? <laughs> that. He's not – there's people 
I've, that have commented on some of my posts that have said to trade him and that he's garbage. I got pissed at him. I think it's a reasonable thing to get pissed at him. Um, I, I think it is partly Snicker and the front office's, or it's the team's fault for putting him in in so many Marlins games in these situations. But then again, it was 4-0. It was 4-0. Like, yeah. do you know how many um, three-run games are blown? Like, how many three-run saves are blown? So few. Yeah. Will Smith couldn't even screw that up. <laughs> like, four. And it's just happened time and time again where he gets shredded by the Marlins. And not even, like, good spots, like, good players. It just doesn't matter. It's just anyone against the Marlins. And I think um, – I didn't look at this. This would be harder to look at a little bit. Okay, ballparks. Um, let me see at, at Marlins Park. Yeah, this was, I was right again. Okay. Um, this, I was just about to say, I feel like when he's at Lone Depot Park, he does, he's got, he does, he does great. When he faces the Marlins in Atlanta, he is poo poo at Marlins Park. So I, this is, I'm not going to do it on here because it takes too much time. I'll do it. I'll do it off. But so he's pitched 10.2 of his 29 innings against the Marlins at Truist Park. Uh, sorry, 10.2 of his 29 innings uh, are at Lone Depot. He has a 1.69 at Lone Depot Park. So that means that his ERA against the Marlins at Truist Park is like 10. This is groundbreaking. Like, I feel like his someone's got to know this. <laughs> his career, I don't want this to happen, but his career would take off if he was on the Marlins. He'd be Josh Hader. <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> who he'd be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, okay, this stuff is great. I uh, He's going to keep doing well. Like, he's, his ERA right now is an 8.52 because he got destroyed by the Astros and the Marlins. Yeah. But – don't his I'm looking at his ERA just in general at Truist Park. It's a four six three. Yikes! What the What are you doing? Like uh, uh, what what Nationals Park one eight, um City Field two nine three, um and where's uh where's Philly, Philly Philly Philly. There's not Philly on here. Where Where'd they go? So oh, two seven six. Yeah. Um. And those are those are tough places to pitch. Um, at, I don't know. Someone's got to know this. <laughs> Someone has to know this. Like, yeah. I'm gonna put these out there. I'm gonna make a graphic. I haven't like put really any real hard work into any a number of graphics or anything. I want like I think that would blow up. <laughs> and I, I think I think it should go straight to Snicker. Just <laughs> right on his phone. Just send him like a. I feel like Minter would have to know, right? I don't know, because it's like you've had so many good games in Truist Park. You did so well in the postseason in Truist Park, uh, and it's like, oh, it's the Marlins. Who cares? Like we're we're in the postseason now. Um, that's bad. Yeah. Like, I always, or not always, but, like, really just 
I just this year, seeing him come up against the Marlins at Truist Park, I just had a bad feeling about it. And I, I think it's just because I had understood this without having to see it. Um, yeah, I mean, you look at – I was looking at his baseball savant page. Everything looks pretty fine for the most part. Like, his average exit velo is in the 80th percentile. Hard hit rate, 72. Uh, he is getting barreled up, like – 50% of the time, but uh, he's not walking people. He's K'ing people up. There's a lot of swing and miss, a lot of chase. Uh, his fastball velo is down a little bit, but he does have a crap ton of spin on it. Um, expected batting average is a little low, and expected slugging is a little low, but I feel like that's just because he's getting teed off against by the freaking Marlins. <laughs> I don't, yeah, someone's got, they got to know this. I need to be the, 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 the reporter that tells them what, what is happening here. Don't put him in against the freaking Marlins at Truist Park. He will give up at least one run. Automatic. <laughs> All right. You got, you got anything on him? Just no, like, well, I, think you, I think you covered everything. <laughs> <laughs> I, okay, so we really, something that is really underrated that I think is going to, Put us in another – we're already – you know, we have the best record in the NL after tonight. Um, but – you what? I was going to um, say, you see the Cardinals lost again. They are. Dude, they, might, they might put themselves out of the postseason. Like, if they, they have the same record as the White Sox. Yeah. Gosh, that's bad. <laughs> Isn't that terrible? Their pitching is abysmal. Mm -hmm. um, but then their hitting is slowed down too. Yeah, um, you would have thought that they have like eight outfielders. You would have thought that they would turn one of them into uh, like, I don't know, Pablo Lopez or Logan Webb would have been perfect. He would have been perfect. But then they San Francisco signed him to like 10 years. Like he's not going anywhere. Um, well, he wasn't a free agent, though. No, but I don't know. I, I felt like he was sort of on. It's sort of like it felt like one of the Giants. Those, yeah, burn situations where it's like he has two years left, but really you need to start chopping them now. So. Um, anyway, yeah, I we, uh, I think something that would put us in just until another category is getting Rysel back. Because unless that dude falls off a cliff or uh, I just – he was – every time he came up last year, that was the most confident guy, like, for me. Just the guy I was most confident in every time he came up. It's like, okay, I don't even have to watch this inning. I know that, like, it's going to be fine. Um, I felt the same way about Minner in the eighth, but in the ninth, he is a completely different person. Uh, and I, I think part of it, he's been doing okay in the closing role. I think most of his blown saves at this point are against – the Marlins at home and the Astros and the Astros. They, I mean, he got set up with Jordan twice. <laughs> yeah, that's a tough spot to be in. Yeah, when Jordan is just eating the baseball. So I think he's been a little unlucky. Uh, I'm going to send my information straight to Snickers' house. <laughs> look, please, please look at this. Um, but. Yeah, I am excited for Rysel to come back. And he should have been back already, but um, 
I mean, it, it, could, it, sh it should happen any day now at this point. Uh, it's pr probably happened for the, the weekend series against the Orioles. Um, yeah, I guess, okay, so, in some, in some weird turn of events, Marcel Ozuna had his first multi-hit game yesterday, and, <laughs> and then he followed that up with a grand slam and then a two-run homer. What the hell happened? A broken clock is right twice a day. I, I, <laughs> I, I don't know. Me. I, I am still not buying it. I'm not buying. Oh it. yeah, I'm not. I'm not buying it either. But like, so something that somebody put uh, on one of the comments, or, or like they commented on one of the the posts about DFAing him, was that. They think that uh, the Braves might be holding on to him uh, until he gets to 10 years of service time, which would be like early to mid-June, um, because then you get um, the full MLB pension, which is a classy thing to do. Um, but, yeah, I mean, dude's got a negative .9 war. Um oh. After today, he may have, like, almost doubled his batting average. Because his batting average used to be lower, like, if he, he blew his batting average, if he blew his batting average, he wouldn't have gotten a DUI. <laughs> was, it, you, was that true? He had a he had an 076. <laughs> you would think he would change things. That's what I don't understand. Yeah, that was another person's commenting like how frustrated they were that he didn't change anything in his swing. Yeah. My That's something thought, you have to do, at least slightly. My thing is like I mentioned earlier, like or a few weeks ago, the rule of thumb is you have to give him two hundred at bats. We've seen like 800 of this guy just sucking, and I, I'm not – yeah, like I said, a broken clock is right twice a day. Um, yeah, they're going to run mean, into some every now and then. <laughs> I mean, he um, – last year he did have 23 homers, yeah. which was the most – I mean, well, 2020 he would have been on pace for – Played 60 games, he had 18 home runs. He would have been on pace for like 40-ish um, that year. But that was the most that he hit since 2019 when he hit 29. Um, yeah, I mean, but he only had – he had 56 RBIs. Uh, so half of his homers were pretty much like solo shots. That's just what he's just a he's just a big solo shot guy. Yeah. Which is until today. All came around today. Yeah, I this was the plan. <laughs> yeah, someone someone commented or uh, DM me saying like in AA we trust. Um And you know, uh, that man, that man knows that man knows ball and uh, I'm not going to I can I, I can sit around and criticize 
for the meantime, but I do know that he knows better than me. But um, at the same time, yeah, this isn't this isn't putting Marcel back into the like, oh, he could be like a big contributor. Like this is a this is a guy that can start to rake. Like, yeah, I think he just kind of. I I wouldn't say lucky because it happened. He had a multi-hit game yesterday, like for just you know line drives, easy hits, um, and then today had the two homers. I don't. It, it's gonna take a week of good play for for me to really start turning my head around. I don't know. I think it'll take me about a month or two. He's been terrible for a long time. I know. He's also just a shithead. Like he's, I'm not a fan of him in general. Yeah, a little bit. Um, you can look at his baseball savant page. I actually have it in front of me right now. Okay. Um, it's fine. Um, honestly, what he reminds me of is I, I keep doing that. It's comparing people, but you know that's what I do. Is I compare. That's what I um, do in the mirror every day. Yeah, man. Uh, he um more envy i feel he's very similar to joey gallo at this point albeit a worse version because he does not hit singles pretty much ever like that guy refuses to hit a single or to walk even like he does not do either he either strikes out hits a double or hits a home run there's like pretty much no in between um yeah he his uh, expected batting average is in the seventh percentile. He barrels it up, which is awfully odd. Um, it's just because he he swings the crap out of the bat. Yeah, like, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I I'm not expecting much out of him. I'll be happily surprised. I don't know if I like. Actually, I don't know if I would be too happy because I don't want to see a guy like that succeed. Honestly. I I don't think he's as bad as people says he is. I don't think he's like a good, great person. But I don't. Yeah, I, don't I just don't like how he's gotten so many chances. That's what I don't like. Yeah, I get it. Is well, I mean, it's because of his contract, obviously. Yeah. But it mm-hmm. is frustrating, I guess, for somebody like Travis Demerit, just for an example. Last year, you know, I he know, was he was yeah. basically the best player on the team and kind of carrying us for two or three weeks and then he 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 did go like oh for 26 but it is i mean that's a similar thing to what marcel did but then it's like once that happened i mean i remember his last game uh he did he did well he did like got on base twice and but i knew it was happening and he got sent back down and then he hasn't been back up since um so it's frustrating for guys that stick around in the minors that long, get their chance, and then it's like they have one or two bad weeks, and then it's like, yeah, you're done. Well, what for- sucks even more is, like, if they never gave Azuna that contract, there's more money for free right there. Yeah. <laughs> that really sucks. Oh, hopefully, I think the best thing possible is he gets really hot, and then we trade him. And uh, we're not going to be – regardless, like, he could hit a home run every time he steps up to the plate, and we're still going to have to give the other team some money if we trade mm-hmm. him. But trade him and just get 
some of our money back. Probably hit that money and then like one prospect, like one young. Yeah, like Dodd or Schuster. Yeah, maybe not even that high. Yeah, it depends on how much money you're giving, but yeah, um, not to harp on the Cardinals, but I just saw an insane, insane stat. I thought you'd want to hear. If they want to win 86 games this year, 86, which would probably win the division, they have to go 76 and 55. Yeah. It's not happening. Yeah, <laughs> I, I was listening to Talking Baseball, and they were kind of saying, like, they burned their get-out-of-jail-free card at, already at this point. Like, they're going to have to play 750 ball for the rest of the year. Mm-hmm. And their pitchers just don't have the capability of doing that. They are terrible. They are. They are awful. Like Jordan Montgomery's fine. I like how we're going back to this now. But J- Jordan Montgomery's fine. Well, I mean, it's relevant to the Braves. Yeah. <laughs> Jordan Montgomery's fine. He's been the best for them. Um, Jack Flaherty, like, has he hasn't been terrible, but that dude, from what he used to be, has mm-hmm. just dropped so far. Like it used to, you used to play him, and you're like, oh my gosh, no! Yeah. Like when we played uh, game one NLDS back against him back in 2019. Mm-hmm. I can't believe it was that long ago that he was. That was really when he was at his peak, the a guy. Um, but he was not giving up anything, and now like that dude walks everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, What's bad is now I was thinking about it. There's like. Like, I can't think of a pitcher out there that they can go and get. Because, like, a year ago, like, Pablo Lopez, you could have said. You could have said, like, a number of these other guys. I mentioned Logan Webb earlier. Like, possibly get him. Like, even if they wanted to, I don't know who they go get. That's yeah. the issue. There's no one I at mean, point. They would have to, you know, start turning it on now, like we already said in order to be considered buyers at the deadline. Even. Mm-hmm. The so only like, person I can think of would be Burns. And you know Milwaukee is going to ask for Jordan Walker in, like, the house. Like, they're going to ask for a ton. Yeah. No, I just – they need that help now, and they can't really mm-hmm. go out and get it Yeah. Um, until the trade deadline. So, <clears throat> yeah, they're just going to have – it's it's really gonna have to be a miraculous turnaround, just like the White Sox if they want to do anything. I can't believe they have yeah. the same record now. Isn't that nuts? That's crazy. Like, it's it's more embarrassing for St. Louis, honestly, because with the White Sox, you can say like, well, Tim Anderson's been hurt, and we're just getting the whole organization. Yeah, the, the but like Arenado's been playing. Goldschmidt has not missed a game. Uh, they still like on paper have an an incredible lineup. It may honestly be, on paper, the best lineup in the sport. Like, one through nine, you can't, like, really compete with it. But, oh, my God. Some people were saying, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, been astounding. Um, Mm -hmm. But, and we'll do our last couple points, and then anything else you're interested in talking about, we'll do it for a minute. But, um, so, Kyle Wright today... I was at dinner for most of the game uh, with Dwayne, and so I, I just like kept seeing the alerts on my phone. I was like, "What the hell is happening right now?" <laughs> I right when I showed up, I was doing it. Like I just, 
I was walking by some people and I saw like a Marcelo Zuna Grand Slam and I just audibly laughed and they just <laughs> stared at me, looking at my phone. It's like a, the la- shock laugh thing. Mm. Um, and uh, yeah. Anyway, um, I saw the video uh, on Twitter of the Kranitz coming out to get Kyle Wright, and it just was an odd interaction. Uh, like, at first it was just supposed to be like a mound visit, but then it was like Kranitz looked really like he was getting pretty angry, and which he doesn't really ever get angry. He's just, you know, the the bobblehead. He just always, always talks by, like, shaking his head up and down. Um, they, I, like, Kyle kind of barked back at him a little something. Like, he had the glove in front of his mouth the whole time, but it looked like they had, like, a little argument. Um, trainer comes out. They just kind of, they're, they're all standing, and then no one's talking to Kyle and it's just uh, Kranitz is, like, looking away from Kyle, uh, not looking at Snicker either, talking to Snicker, like, on the side of his face. Uh, and they're all just watching him, them talk together. The umpire has no idea what's going on. And then Kyle comes out of the game in the third with two on and no out. Um, it was reported that he left the game with left shoulder soreness. Um but I know it seemed weird. Did you see that happen live? Mm-mm, no. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I mean, he's since he's a starting pitcher, he's got four days to heal up again, but he might end up getting sent down. Um, his stuff has been kind of weird. His games have been weird, where he started out really well and then um, just kind of, get like uh the pitchers start to wreak havoc or the the batters start to wreak havoc after a while like looking like they were lost um i wonder i I, it's concerning to me um and there doesn't really seem to be be many answers um and maybe this opens the door for soroka to finally come back and show what he can do but I don't know if this is a good time because – so Soroka is two games ago in AAA had – he went like six innings, six Ks, uh, no no earned runs, and like one or two hits. And then his last outing, he went like three innings, like ten hits, eight earned runs. Which is not good in AAA. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, you know, I I really want to see Soroka back, and I think most Braves fans feel feel the same way. But this might just be bad timing. Um, it's fortunate that all the rest of the guys in the rotation are doing well, and this isn't like a crucial spot. I mean, we're so blessed with the rotation that we have like you look around at uh even other good teams st louis <laughs> yeah well, yeah, yeah that's um, a they're not good but yeah yeah but it, like even you know like philly's fourth or fifth spot they're having to do 
basically a uh, bullpen game, and they've been doing that for a while. Um, and then San Diego's had to do the same thing a number of times. Um, and then you look at the Yankees, and I don't know, which they're also not doing great. But anyway, yeah. Do you have any thoughts on that one? Um, no, not really. I mean, nothing that hasn't already been said. Um, yeah. Um, I think that's the biggest thing that, because for the past, like, three or four years, probably past three years, I feel like there's been pretty much two organizations that have, like, really set themselves apart from the pack, and that's Atlanta and Houston. Mm-hmm. And, like, the common trait between two of them is, like, tons and tons and tons of pitching depth. Like, yeah. no one no one can really keep up with that. At, outside of Tampa Bay, I would say. Yeah. Um, and Cleveland. But even the Dodgers, I would not say they've, like, really kept up with it. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, the other injury from today is Michael Harris. Uh, who he was on the aisle for a for his lower back, um, but they the Braves said that it was uh they took him out for precautionary reasons and that he jammed his right knee, so he was down for a minute, but he got up and walked on uh off the field by himself. Uh, so hopefully it's just kind of he like deadened his his knee or something like that um it would suck if he had to go right back not i don't think he would go on the il for this but even just be day to day because he really started doing well uh started to get it back yesterday and then got the two run homer today so he's starting to kind of feel himself again would suck if he got another setback but hopefully that shouldn't be anything and then Wright goes back on the IL. It might not even be that terrible for Wright. I don't know how it mess with his psyche and whatever if he went back to AAA for a little bit and just kind of felt stuff out. Um, I don't know. The, the kind of lingering pains and not being able to go deep in games, like, has me a little worried about, like, a possible TJ. Mm-hmm. That's just my first thought and thinking about Ian. Um, so, hopefully that's uh, just a little extreme, uh, t- more of an extreme thought, but I don't know. Could be on the table, which would suck, but got to do next man up like we knew we knew one of the people in our rotation was uh was gonna get it's every year there's one that goes down for like the rest of the year um and it's just next person up and Mm -hmm. of all of them of all of them like kyle's not a bad (laughs) it's not saying i don't want him there but better than freed or strider yeah um Elder's doing well, and Charlie's doing better. Um, yeah. want to see Soroka back anyway, but hopefully he gets a cupcake game or something. 
and he's not okay. starting a game against like the Orioles. Yeah. Which is a funny thing to say now. Th- that's that's gonna be yeah. a tough mm-hmm. series. Um. Yeah, a few years ago they were terrible. Yeah, they were supposed to. They were projected to have the worst season in baseball history three oh. years ago. That's they like did. the Astros. The Astros had like five 100 loss seasons in a row, and then they've turned into this. Yeah, I for, like you forget how terrible they used to be. Oh yeah, same they with were, uh, San Diego. That's a perfect one. Oh yeah. my god. I always remember like back you know, when I was little and kind of like I loosely kept up with games watched the Braves liked the Braves would cry over the Braves but I wasn't like keeping up with every single game whenever we play the Padres I'd just be like this team doesn't exist who is this mm-hmm. team yeah um and their old colors were just you know like navy and white and just weren't an exciting team but anyway uh closing out Brave schedule from here on is rough. <laughs> we I I talked about it last week, but it's good that we uh since our four game losing streak, we have won we since the four game losing streak, one, two, three, three and one, four and one, five and one, uh seven and two, which is nice. Um, that series in late May will be nice. In Oakland, yeah, that'll be a that'll be a treat. But before, have, God, oh, Baltimore, Boston, uh, who ha, very low key uh, has the second most runs scored in the league. Um, just two games against them. Then we go to Toronto, which is going to be tough. Um, thankfully, we face their three, four, five. Uh, even though I don't think um, Manoa hasn't been that great because he's kind of El Gordo and uh, the pitch clock kind of makes him slow down. He hasn't been doing t- fantastic. but So we go to, go to Toronto, and then we go to the Rangers, who are also very subtly one of the best teams in the AL right now. Then play a struggling Seattle, but they could, they're going to turn it on at some point. It could be mm-hmm. then. And then the Dodgers and then the Phillies. Um, do you see how Bryce Harper did today? He went he five for five. Really? He had no he had no rehab assignment, which is isn't insane. he playing with like a full cast on yeah. almost? The dude is. I was thinking about it. I don't know how many other people could do that. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't He's even swinging win. with a full cast on. Yeah, it's insane. Uh he can't. Like he probably can't throw a ball. He definitely can't. No chance. Or he's a he's a lefty, and it's on his left arm, isn't it? It's his right. Okay. Yeah. His the main concern with him is uh like sliding into bases. Apparently, like they don't really care if he gets hit by a ball or anything. Um, but yeah, yeah. I would five for five against the Dodgers. Five months removed from Tommy John. Like, that is insane. Yeah, I mean, if I were Rob Thompson, I would not let him touch the field, like, personally, because mm-hmm. he's too much of a talent, and, like, he's playing out there with a full cast on. Like, you see yeah. that in football, because you can just, you know, use your body, but, like, you got to swing the bat 
throw yeah. the ball around. It sucks he plays for the Phillies because I yeah. hate the Phillies, but I mean, he is so lovable. Like, I mean, he used to be like the most hated player oh, in baseball. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he, has, he has made such a great turnaround, though. He's yeah. matured a bunch. I feel like that happens a lot. I've seen this a bunch of times, including like some of the teachers at our high school, too. Uh, like once they get once they finally have their first kid, they start to turn into an actual human being. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's kind of what happened with him. Yeah, that's, similar arc as uh, Machado. People hated Machado. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Which he's still like, I, I, I like Machado, but he is a little more smug still than Bryce. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's and like it's tough to love Bryce because I mean, there's nothing not to love about Bryce besides who he plays being for. on the Phillies. And yeah, that is like the only the reason. Yeah, no, I like him now. I. I was trying to. I was looking at like the most hated players in the MLB a while ago, and it was even like from this past year, and he was up there. But yeah, I mean, I think everywhere he goes, especially in the NL East, he's still gonna be met with boos, just because it's like tradition <laughs> at this point. And I'm fine with that. I don't think he cares anymore, and he just kind of expects it. But I'm a boom. <laughs> I'm a boom when he comes up to Truist. Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> so funny. at him. Yeah, just imagine, like, we just, you know, met somewhere, and I'm, like, talking to him, and, like, we're having a great conversation, not talking about baseball at all. Uh, and then I, like, recognize him, but I still, like, at the game, I'm like, Fuck you, Bryce. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and just booing him the whole time. Yeah. But it, it's it's tradition, so I think yeah, like, he, he understands. It. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, that should be enough. I'm gonna make that AJ Minter graphic at some point and send it straight to the to the Braves front office. Um, yeah. Someone's gotta know. Someone's yeah. gotta know. Um. He's a good pitcher. We're not going to get rid of him. That is, is that is so silly. Uh, maybe he continues to get blown up, but like he's not. I mean, he's pitching well. We can see that he's pitching well. He's just getting teed up uh, by Jordan, which is like anyone. Yeah. And then Literally don't ever anything. put him against the Marlins at Truist Park. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't see why people complain about him giving up a hit. I mean, I do, but giving up a hit to Jordan, like. That dude is literally – he may be the best, like, pure hitter out there. Yeah. Uh, it was very unfortunate. Uh, and that was mostly Nick Anderson's fault for leaving, getting walked to on. And then uh, it just kind of all happened. That mm. Astro series was depressing. Um, but all right, yeah. I have some work to do, and – Go to go to go to go to go to bed. Bedtime. All right.